0: Hello everyone! Welcome to the 8th episode of the Mark Prof Presents Podcast. Medyo kakaiba tong episode natin today, eh? but uh, before that, kumusta naman kayo diyan, Abby and Rana? Hi
1: David! Nakaka-excite tong episode natin. No? Nakaibang path pasto para sa atin and possibly 1 in 400-ish sa ating mga Mark Prof alumni. Pero bago yan, I'd like to announce first that uh, Mark Prof BOD is already gearing up for batch 18 recruitment. And as you all know, Mark Prof is a free 8-day marketing training program for graduating college students nationwide. Each year, close to 1,000 student leaders from different colleges and universities apply for only uh, one of 25 available slots. But don't worry, in the coming episodes, we will, ha- we will be able to talk about this more and bring the board of directors themselves pa.
2: Oo nga, Abby. Looking forward to that. Pero bago yan. Um, for this episode, sabi mo nga kanina, diba, iba yung path na tinahak ng guest natin today. Because joining us for our 8th episode is Dr. Romina Angela Nang. Of my batch, batch 5. Romina specializes in internal medicine or adult diseases. Hi, Roms! Roan, welcome to the podcast!
3: Kamusta ka? Hi! <laughs> Hi, Romina. and thank you for having me on this episode. Sobrang nakaka-excite kasi I've always look back at mark Ruff, and mark Ruff will always have a special place in my heart kahit na medyo malayo na 'yung pinahakundaan um mark mark Ruff is always there and i've always been finding ways to give back sabi ko nga, one of these days i will be uh, able to help out you know him thanks for
1: making this happen Rona. sabi ko nga kanina before we started recording ipe pressure na ako ang dami na nating uh, mp5 guests no i never even imagined we'd have an episode with a medical doctor here you know that David Deba, we talked about that. It's it's not impossible. It was mm-hmm. more of like, is it going to happen? Ba siya. pero andito dito nga.
0: Oh, we're very, very happy. And Doc, uh, I'm sure our listeners would have several topics that they want to cover for this session, pero pentuan tayo, no, um, maybe yeah, sure. uh, l- let's let's take a little trip down memory lane back to when the boot camp happened. Uh, maybe also talk about how you we went from marketer to a medical practitioner uh, kwentuhan naman natin yung adventure mo
3: ilang years na ba yung mark prof 5 hindi ko binilang eh sabe ko dapat bibilangin ko <laughs> ba parang tayo 2018 uh para <laughs> oh. taga- mas maputi <laughs> at
0: wag na natin bilangin ano
3: <laughs> <laughs> kasi when we had our batch doon pa kami sa university of asia and the pacific sa magallanes yes and Ang ganda, area yun. it was a very lovely setting. Parang we were only the fifth batch. That so, was what really attracted me to Mark Ruff was that uh yung una yung mga guests that would be there and would be mentoring us, and that the learnings that I would gather from the whole boot camp. So lang ako, I was ako lang atay yung apply from my college back then. I was from UT Manila. Uh, organizational communication. This medyo new pa rin yung idea ng Mark Profs namin. So, nag-apply lang ako and wow, natanggap ako. And it was very, very challenging kasi yung mga uh, kasama ko during that bootcamp, talagang ang focus nila was more on marketing and sales and, and advertising. Tapos ako, communication yung, asin sobrang broad, communication yung hawak ko. So, pero nakaka-challenge in such a way na Every meeting, kailangan kong, ay, kailangan mong patinayin yung sarili ko na may alam ako dito sa sinasabi ko. (laughs) Hindi pwedeng kung ano-ano lang yung sasabihin ko. Tapos nakaka-excite yung tayo sa inyo kasi igigrade ka right on the spot. Kailangan relevant yung questions mo. Hindi ka pwedeng magtanong ng wala-wala lang. So, yun, nakakatuwa siya. And everything I've learned from um, that bootcamp, I really... uh, what do you call this? I was really able to apply it because I not go medicine. Uh, I stayed in the industry for around two years, so until 2010, 2000, early two thousand and eleven, I was practicing as a brand associate at isang um, uh, what do you call this high-end luxury company sa, uh, around in Boni that supplies uh, high-end kitchenware. So that's what I was doing back then. And I stayed there from around 2000, early 2010 to early 2011. Tapos sabi ng dad ko one day, sige lang gawin mo kahit ano, kasi both my parents are doctors. So being a doctor was not far from my path. Hindi siya totally foreign from me. Mm-hmm. So sabi ng daddy ko, sige lang, gawin mo lang kung ano yung gusto mo. Pero mag-doctor ka ha hindi ako 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 na ako ako brands ako 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 Bibilhin to ng mga tao kasi it's a status symbol. Parang ganun. So parang gusto yung mga events, magpa-plan ng mga ganun-ganun. Tapos hindi lang kasi sasabihin ng tatin mo na, sige lang, gawin mo gusto mo. Pero mag ka. <laughs> no, pressure,
0: no, no pressure. No
3: pressure. Talaga. So parang yun, constant key Hanggang sa dumating January 2011, start na application for NMAT. NMAT is a type of exam that you take before you enter into the med. Parang general entrance exam for all med schools. So, inaanin na ka na ko. anong bang plano mo? Mag-apply ka ba? Kung, kung magsastay ka jan sa, sa marketing time, sinasabi niya, matagal ka pa magiging boss dyan. Tapos, pag nag-doctor ka, at least boss ka na. Pag-doctor ka na, yun yung sinasabi niya. Lang. Pero joke lang pala yun, kasi sobrang delayed gratification <laughs> ng pagiging doctor ka lang dyan. lang ang studies. <laughs> sobrang tagal. Kasi, four years ng undergrad, eh, di dapat after four years. Oh, di ba, in-explicit kung may terra na ako after four years. Kumikita na dapat ako after four years. And then, nag-take ako ng, um, ng NMAT. Luckily for me, uh, okay naman yung grades ko. And I was able to uh, enter and I was able to get accepted at UERM University of the East Raman Magsaysay Medical, Memorial Medical Center. So, yun. By June twenty. From marketer, naging medicine student, medical student na ako. Sobrang layo talaga. At sobrang hirap niya. Kasi yung terms are totally different. And the way you study, kasi di ba pa rin sa atin, pag nag-aaral tayo, you have, pag nakuha mo na yung gist ng buong concept, i-apply mo na siya. How will this apply dito sa mga taong ka sa market ko? Sa medicine kasi theories talaga siya. And, and a lot of memorization, ka,
0: right?
3: Yes. Oh, a lot. Tapos yung mga terms ba hindi ko mabanggit? As in, Ano 'ko noong una ng no? first year ako umiyak kasi so, ano, ano daw kasi before I even understand the concept I have to understand the word itself so talaga may katabi akong dictionary ano daw ibig sabihin niya oh. <laughs> ang hirap sobrang so, hirap
2: ibang iba yung mundo no like coming from college or comb tapos smart prof surrounded ka mm-hmm. by these people brand people this biglang medicine i can only imagine how different the world is for you then. Ito
3: pa iba talaga. Nakakaiyak siya. Tapos, even the study habits are different. Kasi I think we can all agree na noong college naman, um, ko, baka ko, lang pala. <laughs> Usong-uso na, ay kaya naman itong i-cram ng ganitong length na time. In medicine, you can't cram. Kasi pag hindi mo talaga alam yung isang concept or yung isang term, wala. Mali talaga eh. There's no way to argue yung ano. Hindi ubra ubram bola. <laughs> Oo. Oh, oh. Sipin oh, oh. mo may buhay na
2: nakasaladay yeah. sa mga question
3: mo. Oo. From... Oh, parang pag ng marketing plan mo, okay lang sana, ba? Na pwede mong bulahin around it. Pero ito, hindi talaga, wala talaga. Hindi mo alam, hindi mo alam.
2: So coming from how you decided to go into medicine because your dad encouraged you or semi-pressured you, <laughs> <laughs> kailan mo na determine that this is really the path for you na? Especially dahil ang brami adjustments na kailangan gawin, so ang na ginagawa mo before to being a doctor. When did mm. you feel, like was there a certain turning point where you felt na, okay, I'm I'm really going to pursue this. This is my path.
3: Mm, yeah. That's actually a very good question, Because <laughs> um, during the first sem of my first year, struggled, and then something very unfortunate happened during the SEM break of my first year in med school. During that SEM break, my dad had a stroke. Tapos he he died. So parang yun yung turning point for me na baka baka numang kinus na makapasok ako ng med school and to really pursue this dream of his for me uh, na para baka naman ito talaga yung gusto niya para sa akin and he just guided me here na makapasok ako. And then, nung nag-iba big, nag kasi bigla yung perspective eh. from having that perspective na shocks ang hirap naman ito lagi, ang hirap, ang hirap, ang hirap. After that event, ang tingin ko na sa kanya is um this is for me. Ito na talaga yung para sa akin. So tinanggap ko na siya buong-buo wala nang, <laughs> wala nang doubt noon. Pero nung first sem talaga parang kala ko magki-quit na backo. And I re- specifically remember before that sem, I was talking to my dad, dad, am ng grade school. Baka hindi ko kaya. Baka pwedeng mag-believe niyo ako. So, sabi niya hindi. Ano lan 'yan? First year lang 'yan. Pagkatapos mo ng first year, kayan-kaya mo na yan. So yun, I began to appreciate medicine more, I guess, after na mawala in lady ko. Kasi, parang, lahat, iniisip ko as, uh, paano kung mangyari to ulit? How would I be able to save that person? Eh, kung hindi ko alam yung gagawin ko. Mm-hmm. Kaya, mm, as, hindi na, parang, syempre, hindi pa rin yung reklamo kasi mahirap talaga. Pero mm-hmm. more on, naging, mas na-appreciate ko siya after noon. And then, nung nag-clinics na kami which is around 3rd year or 4th and 4th year nung talaga nakaharap na kami sa patients and then nakikita mo na, na ay gumagana yung patient na naka-assign sa akin nakakatuwa yung feeling na. giging sobrang ang sarap na sa pakiramdam na kapag pagaling ka pala ng tao <laughs> na siya wow talaga
1: iba life altering <laughs> yung nangyari sa iyo oo oh, pero An- ano talaga
3: putting moment 'yon <laughs>
1: Honestly, when we heard that we had a uh, doctor alumna from Rona, we've been eager to have you here. Especially with this COVID nineteen pandemic, no, I'm I'm sure it's a, uh, chempre talk of the town, talk of the world, talaga sya. How have you been yeah. so far, Pro- uh, personally and professionally?
3: So, when COVID started, kami yung una, yung batch namin, kasi kami yung seniors, nun, senior in internal medicine. Tapos, I was practicing, I was having my training then in Quezon City General Hospital, so government hospital. Biglaan, like in one week's time, kinonvert yung hospital into a COVID center. Tapos, ang, sa, ang mandate to us was that since kayo yung seniors, mas alam niyo na yung gagawin. Kayo yung unang sasabak. (laughs) Oh, wow. Sobrang clueless kami. Ano, nakaka-depress siya. Sobrang nakaka-depress. Kasi it it is a totally new disease na during last year, March last year, pinag-aaralan pa lang siya how you cure it. So, lahat ng ginagawa namin supportive. And, to be really honest, ang daming pumupunta sa amin ng sobrang hirap na tapos parang wala kaming magawa. Hindi dahil wala kaming know-how and how to handle it. Pero kasi sobrang bago niya. Kahit alam namin kung paano i-approach yung symptom na yun, it was kahit anong gawin mo, namamatay sila. Parang mm-hmm. yon it was a very, very heavy experience. And then, Yung ginawa, I think it still happens now, ang nangyayari kasi sa amin, we go inside the ward for 10 days straight. So, walang uwian yon for 10 days. Kapag tinawag ka anytime, you go at the bedside and then you attend to the patient. So, kahit alas, stress pa yun ng madaling araw kapag tinawag ka, pupunta ka talaga. Hmm. After that, had <laughs> positive ka <ako> sa COVID. So, namin ko, ano man naman yan. Gosh. Kami na yung unang sabak dito, tapos magpo-positive ka. So, after that, I was quarantined. Mas nag-worry yung family ko. For me, mas challenging was the part na nasa Manila ko and my whole family is in Mindoro. So, anong sinabi ko mam? positive ako. Umiyak talaga yung nanay ko. Tapos parang nag-worry talaga siya ng husto. Kasi wala akong kasama sa Manila that time. Kina-uwi na lahat ng relatives ko dito para hindi na sila ma Um Professionally, ang... Um, ang bilis ng learning curve and as an learning curve naminon one and ang bilis we had to learn a lot in a very short span of time kasi the cases were coming in really quick so pag hindi mo alam pag inabotay kinang ganitong scenario at hindi mo alam ng gagawin kawawa ka talaga kasi there's no one else to help you but yourself dinsha pero right now mas naka-adjust naman na it's been a year it's been more than a year so mas marami ng information regarding the disease alam na namin kung how to handle it uh, better, and ha- we also know how to prime or how to talk to the relatives better to make them understand that this re- disease really is a very lethal disease na natin, uh, together.
0: I can imagine, because um, uh, I've, I've had a lot of uh, clients who are doctors, now, so, but that was all mm-hmm. before, before the pandemic, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, after during the pandemic, talagang, ane, hindi na naging focus yung research no. Um, and I meant mm-hmm. the, the protocols, you had to learn the protocols and start from zero. Yeah.
3: And oh. we had to make our own protocols as well.
0: Oh, that ah, would no? fit oh. the
3: scenario of the hospitals.
0: Um, so for you from your perspective, aside from obviously the, the challenges of of, uh, of the, treating people uh, with COVID, um what has been uh, the, the biggest changes between pre-pandemic period versus the present period? At least from, from your point
3: mm-hmm. of view. Una-una, nakakapagsuit ako ng magagandang damit pre-pandemic. And I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Nakadropsuit na, na yun. make up ako pre-pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> that was because, of course, patients. It was so to present ourselves. shorts, na regardless of what I wear, have a bunny suit. So, siya. so uh, that's on a lighter side. But on a more um, serious note, I think one of the biggest changes was that uh, people are more afraid now to go to the hospital even for simple consults and that's very worrisome kasi yung mga simple na symptoms na yan, pag pinalala mo yan, papunta sila sa hospitals emergency room na hindi na sa outpatient department. Kaya we still encourage patients na if you can't go to the hospital, seek online consult, seek home consult. Pero what naman yung tuta, matatakot kayo sa healthcare professionals. At the same time, isa pa si mga, I think, downsides of being healthcare professional was the discrimination against us. Kasi totoo siya. Even may, naka, I was living in, a, what do you call this in a subdivision near the hospital. Kahit yung mga kapitbahay, they would avoid you pag alam nilang sa hospital ka nagtatrabaho. That's really challenging. Buti na lang hindi ako close dun sa mga kapitbahay ko. So okay lang. Kahit hindi nilang ako pansinin.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Ayun. laughs> Parang the the smallest things na we didn't really care about before the pandemic like wearing what you want dressing up putting on makeup uh, you know makakaapekto hmm. pala sa iyo yon that that being taken away from you because of what's happening
3: totoo oh yan tapos ang nangyari pa noon katatapos lang ng march 33 sale ng Lazada or sorry po <laughs> march 33 sale uh after ako didi see i hoarded a lot of lipsticks kasi mahilig talaga ako sa lipstick Tapos na nagkaroon ng pandemic. Parang, nasa'n ko gagamitin tong mga lipstick na to? Hindi ko na siya magagamit. May expire na. Oo, may, may expire na siya.
2: Oh, my brother kasi is a doctor naman sa TGH. Just kinukwento niya na to be able to save... Um, on ppes and not have to change all the time para pinipigilan niya talaga mag cr break y- yun, yung, yun yung hindi yeah. ko maimagine like treating so many patients is struggling with restraining yourself from going to the restroom just because you want to limit the changes and sy- syempre hindi limited pa na yung supply ng ppes etc Tapas ano pa parang um i've heard that namin senior fellows and consultants parang nagretires sila early dahil sa vulnerability and exposure so just wondering how has this affected your environment
3: it was very challenging for us kasi ang nangyari parang kami yung senior ng buong hospital uh puro phone call na lang yung kons- yung ano namin sa kanila yung referrals namin sa kanila so minsan kasi darating sa point na mahihiya kang nanggising ng consultant at mm-hmm. the at very wee hours of the morning kahit na nag nagto toxic yung pasyente mo so dapat alam mo na kung anong gagawin and kahit kami ayaw na rin naming papasok sa yung mga senior consultants na kasi nakakaawa pag sila yung tinamaan wow. talaga
0: mahirap na eh no
3: sobrang bilis niya talaga ang um, one of the most remarkable cases for me was that we had a patient i admit ng in the morning nakangiti pa siya pagdating ng following day wala na siyang as in your yung oxygen saturation niya normally it's between 95 to 100% pagdating ng morning na sa 33 na lang yung oxygen niya sa katawan. Oh, so that's brandy. very fast tapos nagmerin kaming comparison eh we had an x-ray the day before yung day na nag-an siya na nagpumangit na siya grabe parang nabura yung baga inyo bigla kaya sabi naman this is really very bad uh hindi siya joke
1: Mabuti na lang na kahit paano today we have vaccines available na no and uh, mm-hmm. although the rollout might be another topic for a different episode pero napakaraming mga Pilipino pero ng ay magpabago na no in Mark prof and marketing in general we know that selling a product or an idea heavily relies on the value itself mm-hmm. um merging of the worlds lang naman I'm curious lang how you apply your past learning. In, in brand, in sales, marketing, to, to somehow sell or convince mga anti-vaxxers or those who have their doubts to get this vaccine?
3: Mm-hmm. One of the key uh, learnings that I took from marketing itself is the basis of everything, of your your advertisements and of your promotions. Information, Muna, informing them of what they're getting into. And I think a lot of these anti-vaxxers or a lot of these doubters, have their doubts kasi hindi naman talaga nila naiintindihan kung ano yung nangyayari. And I think that applies to, to, to all the diseases or all the medicines that we want to give to our patients. So yun yung ano namin lagi. Ang una kong tanong is to those that don't want uh, to get a vaccine is bakit? Ano bang hindi natin naiintindihan? And funny enough, maraming patients na ayaw nilang magbabakuna. Una, dahil nakakabasa sila sa social media ng mga fake news na kapag binakunahan ka magigin zombie ka daw. Or meron pa akong isang or mamamatay na ka.
1: Mga ganyan. Yes.
3: Mga ganyan. So, yun yung kailangan. I think what we have to do is we really have to uh, understand their level of understanding if that makes sense. Kailangan natin intindihin where they're coming from para ma-inform natin sila better na uh, hindi medyo mali information na nakuha mo, ito yung mas tamang information. And that's how I've been approaching patients na ano ba yung alam mo para i-correct natin kung may mali dun sa alam mo. Ganun. And uh, right now, it's not hard, it's not as difficult as it was earlier on this year to convince people to get the vaccine. Maraming patients ngayon na gusto na nilang magpa-vaccine Kasi may kapitbahay na silang namatay or may kapitbahay na silang nagka-COVID. So bigla silang natakot.
1: It had to and be think... that close na.
3: Oo, totoo. And I naramdaman nila na ay sa proximity ko na pala to. So baka naman may chance akong mabuhay kung nagpa-vaccine ko. Pero key point pa rin is that you have to inform them. Informing them of the right facts and of the right timing. Ano i, I ano mo sila eh? Aayusin mo yung mga doubts nila. And you have to reassure them that this is the chance to, help, to get out of this pandemic soon.
0: It's like in marketing, you have to know your target market you do the right messaging. Tama.
3: Yes. you the right Exactly. I'll
1: <laughs> yeah. ah. okay. David, uh, Rona, and uh, Romina. I've uh-huh. had encounters with people who are scared just because they're scared. Yung pag tinatanong mm-hmm. ko, nakapagpabakuna na po kayo. As in, mga random lang na um staff sa ganito, yung arwash wash boy, mga ganun. Tinatanong ko lang. um Tapos, nasagot, natatakot po ako, ma'am eh. Ba't ka natatakot? Mm-hmm. Tapos, yung pinaka-basic, takot po ako sa karayom. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yun, <ganun. laughs> Kasi, syempre, may fear eh, ba Tapos, well, there's nothing more than uh-huh. that. It's just that, yun lang narini ko. Tapos ako, what was effective? Yung naka, nakikita ko naman sa muka nila kahit naka Na parang na-enlighten sila pag tinanong ko. Sa gastos po sa uh, mm-hmm. sa ospital pagka nagka-COVID kayo. Hindi kayo natatakot. Kasi doon sila parang o oh, nga no, ma-avoid ko pala lahat ng yun dahil tapos libre pa yung bakuna. Yes, yeah, totoo.
3: Yeah, kasi din nila ni time baka maging mahal to, eh.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oo. oo. Lalo na kapag uh, um the 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 other brands are allowed to come in uh, commercially na. Mm. that could be the case.
0: Eh, talaga. Uh, maaga, na. Which brings me to the I guess yung, the question that's on everyone's mind, right? Um when this happened uh, initially, sabi ko sa wife ko, oh, tatlong taon pa to. parang, ha? yung tatlong taon. Shock, uh, talaga. True enough, nga, we're mm. already one and a half years in. Do you think doc this pandemic is going to end sooner mm-hmm. or later?
3: Not yet. I Realistically speaking, I don't think it's going to end soon just because na, last year siguro nakokontrol eh pero ngayon masyado na magiging lax yung mga tao. Napagod na mm-hmm. tayong maging takot. Parang ganun yung nakikita ko. You already mm-hmm. got tired of the protocols and you already got bahala na magkakasakit na lang ako kung magkakasakit. Matami akong patients na ganun. Magkakasakit na lang ako kung magkakasakit ako. So, with that kind of mentality, mahirap tanggalin, mahirap tayong makalabas dito sa pandemic na to. I think uh, what we have to understand is, nandiyan yung protocols to keep us safe. Kung gusto natin mapabilis yung pagtapos dito, we have to abide by those uh, rules. Kasi para sa atin hindi naman talaga yun. Pero are we saying, will this end in this in this year? Like 2021? Parang hindi pa pa. Kasi may mga bagong
0: strain na naman eh. Uh, Delta, diba? Parang yung pinakabagong. Mm,
3: yeah. Sorry, pasingit lang ako ah.
1: Since na-mention naman yung uh-huh. new variant. Doc, baka you can share with us um, how these new strains happen. Parang dati we had the, uh, I don't know what that's called, yung pinaka-original strain. Pero how does it uh-huh. evolve? And ano yung relationship niyan with uh, people being infected? How does it mutate? Kaya nagiging iba siya. Mm-hmm. Para sa aming um, mga walang but... alam sa medisina. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, in simple terms, imagine yung virus, napakatalinong kalaban niyan. And ina- nakaka-adapt siya sa kung paano tayo nag-build ng resistance against the virus. So for example, may ongoing na gera. Yung unang pinadala sa ating mga soldiers, which are the virus, uh, natalo natin yun. So itong... Uh, ibang soldiers na papapasok pa lang, alam na nila kung paano, kung paano yung defense tactics ng katawan natin. And they have evolved. Itong bagong strain ng virus, it has evolved to become more infectious and to become more lethal than the first ones. Ang pangit dito sa bagong virus nito is that it spreads very quickly. And kung dati, it would take two to three days bago kumangit yung patient. Ngayon, in a matter of 24 hours, the patient can go from standing and up and about to gone. Ganun siya kabilis. Tapos yung baga talaga nila would really, really be wiped out. And then another thing in this virus, isipin nyo na lang. Siguro sabi nung unang virus, sa baga muna ako tikira. And then the next change of the virus, uh, notice na ay ang nag-focus lang sila sa baga. Let's attack other organs as well. So ngayon, yung dumadating sa aming patients, may sakit na sa puso, may sakit na sa kidney failure na din, as well as yung, let's not forget the gastrointestinal symptoms, nagtatait talaga sila ng sobra. As in, yung, nila, yung loose tools nila, sobra talaga. So yun yung mga natin. It's a very, very smart germ. It's a very, very smart um, infection na it can evolve kung paano tayo nagre-response sa kanya. So I think one of the ways we can uh, go around it is that ang isipin natin is how to stop this thing from evolving. Kasi mahirap talaga siya. And I don't know if we can do that yet. Pero yun yung nangyayari ngayon. It evolves and then, and it evolves to attack other organs as well.
2: Grabe. Thank you for sharing that. Napaka, dami namin natututunan from you tonight.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs>
2: Well, doctora, before we wrap up, doctora, talaga, um, share uh-huh. m- <laughs> <laughs> sana kami ng ilang pro tips muna from you for those especially who might want to shift to pursue a totally different career like medicine or pursue Mm-mm. studies or pwede rin namang anything you'd want to share in light of the current situation we're in now
3: kung gusto niyo mag unang-una, kailangan ninyong isipin that this is, the, kung, kung magdo dodoktor kayo, dahil gusto niyo nang, ay, gusto ko ng malaking swelda and I want that title. Hindi siya ganun. It's sobrang delayed gratification talaga. Kung gusto mong mag-asawa ka agad, baka hindi naman pagdo doctor yung para yung <laughs> <my God. laughs> Again, <laughs> sabi ko nga dati shocks parang maling tasa ako kasi gusto ko nang magka-pamilya ng 26. Tapos 26 na ako hindi pa ako pregnant ng may decision lord. Ng Um if you want to go into medicine, uh make sure that your your mindset is really cut out for it. Na minsan kasi natatalo ng kung hindi naka-prepare yung isip mo, that this would be very very uh tiring, and it would take a lot for me in terms of time, and in terms of years talaga, Wag ka nilang magmedicine. medicine Pero dapat, before you enter this one, alam mo na sa sarili mo na ay ito yung time frame ko. It would take me around 10 to 15 years bago ako makapag-set up ng practice na gusto ko. Gano'n. And then, siguro, you, before, huwag ka yung tumulan sa akin, kasi bago ako pumasok ng medicine, wala talaga kung alam. Hindi ako nagbasaman mag- mag- lang ng kahit anong medical books. Inano ko lang siya. Pinurso ko lang siya head on. So prepare for it in such a way na read. Read the books that you need to read and uh, familiarize yourselves with the terms para hindi habang nag-aaral kasi kakapalang magbubuklat ng dictionary at aalamin mo kung ano bang ibig sabihin yun. And in terms of our current situation, kwanti na lang siguro, um, masani na tayong magmask for a very long time kasi I think it will be part of the standard na it will be part of the norm na talaga naka-mask tayo and according to personality i don't think i would be comfortable going out nang wala akong protection of any uh, any sort of protection for myself
1: thank you so much doctora for gracing us with your time today uh, hindi ko alam ko anong sleeping habits mo ngayon baka mamaya bigla kang tawagin sa ospital uh, sobrang dami naming natutunan sa iyo and for sure our listeners were enlightened too kahit na maikli lang tong chikahan natin
0: ha ah, very very meaty yung discussion And, and again marami kaming natutunan and thank you um, we would also like uh, to thank our partners, uh, Mark Pro Foundation Incorporated, obviously, and uh, Mansmith and Fielders Incorporated, the leading training and consultancy company in the Philippines, offering the widest range of marketing and sales strategy and innovation courses in Asia, and of course, Catapult Digital, your experts in end-to-end digital marketing from media and tech to research and creatives.
1: Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in to Mark Prof Presents. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and follow us on Instagram at Mark Prof Presents for topic suggestions and, of course, the latest releases. This has been Abby,
0: David, and Rana. We'll be back before you know it. Have a splendid week ahead.